definitely not the starters. You're on the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Hello, all. Good Wednesday morning, and welcome on to the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score. And Who are you? Well, you're all buttoned up, so I'm going to try to be more buttoned up today and, you know, keep it very cordial. Not with the buttoned show. up. I've had this shirt for 10 years. It is literally a buttoned-up shirt, so I'd say you are buttoned up. Mm-hmm. If not, you have some some chest hairs I've done uh, Elite Eight and a Final Four in this shirt. It's okay. a good shirt. And you should definitely uh, keep it. Keep it on tap for uh, when needed this year. We are the end of the bench. He's Jeff Haxton. I'm Choice Woodman. Lucas White across the way taking care of us. You can uh, hit us up, whatever you got. Thoughts, comments, questions, hopes, dreams, score predictions. We are on the eve of Texas Tech football. We are post-Halloween if you got uh, any Halloween stories. Hopefully not. If, if Halloween goes normal, you shouldn't really have many stories. So, But if you got any, you're welcome to... Uh, Chime in with all of that on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. We've got a lot to get into over the next three hours. We will definitely talk some Texas Tech football. We will definitely talk some Texas Rangers who are on the cusp. I'm not scaring anything away, right? I mean, to talk about being one game away, I can I can say that, okay, right? I'm not try- I don't want anybody to blame me for jinxing anything because I haven't yet, and the Rangers have still looked good. You know, minus the last you know, couple of innings last night, but uh, they get out. I pulled the coach prime. You kept receipts? No. Oh, okay. You remember we were up twenty nine nothing to half. <laughs> I went home, went to sleep. <laughs> Did you really go? Yes. You you yes. Wait, you went to sleep? Yes. Holy cow! No wonder you look like a new man right now. You went to yeah, sleep I early. W- I was passing out in my chair oh my at gosh. ten p.m. That's crazy. And I said, folks, it's it's been fun. I'm going to bed. And I think about, about 10, 20. So what was it, like 10 to 2 when 10 you to went one. to bed? 10 to 1? 10 to 1. And so I wake Game up finished. and I'm backing out in the car and i am got it on double T 97.3 and I hear 11-7 was the final. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, man. Yeah, four run uh, eighth inning, I believe it was. Got, made things a little dicier, but didn't really ever feel the – the pinch, the pressure, completely. Fortunately, but uh, uh, yeah, the back-to-back five spots were that helps pretty incredible. It's gonna you're gonna win a lot of games if you put runs up, five runs up in back-to-back innings. That was awesome, awesome to see it. I mean, Corey Seager well, brought, is in rare air right now. Yes, he is. He's uh, with Mister October. Yeah, the numbers, numbers are almost identical. Almost, almost, it's crazy. Column A, column B, almost the exact same. With Reggie, and um, you know, one thing I thought I did was ease a lot of maybe uncomfortable feelings that one of the best hitters in the game right now, mm-hmm. and kind of the emotional spark plug is hanging out in in uh, batting practice gear, uh, and yeah, 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 Adolis, and um, you know, you're it's like, yeah, we'll be all right, guys. We'll we'll pick it up. We got guys to pick it up. And they just uh, they're squaring balls up and gap, you know, and situational, and then you know you get Seager to where he can just feel free, swing free, 
punishing balls, and then Simeon, he's he's back, and then then you're like, uh, you know, I was watching with my buddy Ford while we're doing the candies and everything, and handing stuff out. And they get it to 10-0, and I go, they're going to be a step away from World Series champions. Here they are. They've put themselves in this spot. And I don't know about you, but it's got me giddy for tonight. Oh I mean, gosh. just put it away tonight. Screw this going back to Arlington. That's see again. Sorry, whoever was, you are on I the was chat having, line. I was having that those feelings and, and with myself. I, I was like, you know, just running back through the conversation that we had yesterday of man, it's it's time now. It ain't time. Yeah, you don't want it. I'm, I'm sorry. Especially with Evaldi on the mound tonight. It is time. You've got them. You can finish a postseason on the road in perfection. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable. 10, 10 and 0. First team to you ever do think about do how that. long Seattle was ago before you started your trip, right? Yeah. Florida. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Baltimore. Houston. Arizona. I mean, a lot of ball in between. Um, a lot of time on the road. And and it, uh, there really is no way to put it into words why, or I couldn't find a way why that you would say that this might be the best road team in Major League Baseball history hmm. in the postseason, but they, they they have found it. It's clicked. Get it tonight. Well, right now they are the best road team in Major League Baseball postseason history. Ten and zero. No one else has ever done that. No one's had a ten game winning streak. What's crazy? The Rangers have never had a ten game road winning streak in their franchise history. Not just postseason, but in the it 50, doesn't happen. Yeah, sixty years of the franchise, they've never had a ten game road winning streak. Uh, and they've done so in the postseason. What did the so. streak get to in Moneyball? 21, I believe. No, no, no. Is that right? Lucas should know because Baltimore is the, the other one who's had the super long streak. Um, was it 22, 21? I think it was 22. 22. The A's. A's winning streak 2002, right? 20 wins. 21s. I think Baltimore owns the record at 21. Didn't they fall short? So I thought at the time they said it. They said it? Okay. Okay. But, yeah, that one, I mean, that's, so, that's I mean, 20 total. If you were going to put it in those terms and try to connect the dots there, you would have to have about a 10-game road winning streak to get to 21 or 22 wins, 20 wins. So it's it's got kind of that magic to it, but only it's happening in the in the playoffs. Yeah. My gosh, man. It's crazy. It is absolutely crazy. Uh 26 for the New York Giants, by the way, in 1916. So, that's that's the longest ever. So that's what they were referencing. Only the New York Giants. Yep, Guardians 22 in 2017. So that's been there. Uh which I don't, they weren't the Guardians then. I don't know why we're calling them the Guardians. They were the Indians. Cubs, uh, 35, and then the A's are fourth on that list. I think the, the one I'm thinking of is to start a season, the, the Baltimore one. So, um, wow. that It is crazy to see what the Rangers have done. Put it away tonight. Uh, if you get back to Arlington, though, I still have plenty of confidence you're going to win this series. 
confidence. Not saying it's in the bag or anything like that, but you got you got nice. you got three games right now to win one. Nice Big Twelve um, collection yesterday on the bump. Haney from Oklahoma State, Josh from Texas Tech. So it's nice to see some Big Twelve representation. Bradford there. came in and did something from Baylor too. Mm-hmm. So uh, speaking of Josh, we we sat here and talked about. You need guys to step up in Odolis' absence. Uh, he does exactly that. Steps up in a big way, has three hits in the game. You need Raider it. power chance. Set set the table for a couple of those calls big, at the World Series. Yeah, he, I think he was the first run that scored in both the second and the third inning. He, he was setting the table for that. Wild pitch. Yep. He was the first run of the game. So He, he looks even bigger. He's just – Yeah. He is a large – Athlete that for some reason likes vanilla Tootsie Rolls. <laughs> what? We got to learn more about that. Got headlines next. Definitely not the starters. You're on the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. We got some headlines for you. What you need to know, part of the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman, Jeff Haxton, joining you from the First United Bank studio. We'll talk some tech football. Don't worry. It's, uh, we are on the eve of uh, Red Raiders and TCU. Thursday nights have been good to the Red Raiders. November has been good to the Red Raiders in the Joey McGuire era. Now, you have one year of sample size. But, hey, if you're looking for positives, we're going we're gonna to try to find some today and uh, see if the Red Raiders can't walk out with a win. But uh, lots going on prior to the game tomorrow, and we'll start off with uh, what we've got for you here on the airwaves tonight. Uh, that's high school fan zone here on 100.7. The score friendship, Lubbock Cooper and Liberty Cooper coaches come in at 7 o'clock to talk about their teams here in the First United Bank studio over on Double T 97.3, game five of the World Series. Rangers won last night 11-7. to Josh Young had a nice little night at the plate as uh, Young goes three for five. Led uh, all Rangers and hits yesterday. He moved up to the five hole with uh, Garcia's absence. So some people are like, really? Why? And uh, he delivered. Did what he needed to. Young hitting 311 in the postseason. <laughs> Not too bad. Every time. You are on it, too. Because I can say it and forget I'm saying it, but anytime I say it's just a part of me. I'm sorry. Three, no, I get it. It's just like anytime I hear the word chicken now. There's <laughs> chicken. Fried chicken. Um, so, and it's going to be us tomorrow, sitting out here in the freezing cold. In the freezing cold. <laughs> oh my we're gosh! We're going to need some. Oh, it is going to be cold tomorrow. We're going to need some chicken and some coffee and With something. Optimum game day live, but we're there for the people. Um, but yeah, awesome for Josh Young last night. We'll see if Young and the Rangers can put it away tonight. Nathan Avaldi, big game. Nate back on the mound. He has uh, not lost a game this postseason. He's been about as good as anyone could ask in the postseason. So uh, we'll see if he can continue that this evening. Uh, Nathan, I had the numbers. If I can can find them. I lost where I put them. Oh, there it is. Uh, Evaldi in five games so far, 30 and two-thirds innings of work as a a 3-5-2 ERA, but has picked up four wins, a 4-0 record during that time. Struck out 36 in 30 innings of work. So, Evaldi has been 
Very hard to touch up for other teams. Once again, a 6.30 coverage start time. We'll have it for you then with a 7 o'clock first pitch on Double T 97.3. Another big game going on today. That's the Texas Tech soccer team as they square off with the Texas Longhorns at uh, 4.30 in Austin at the Big 12 tournament. So uh, Red Raiders trying to advance to the Big 12 championship. This will be a semifinal game. Trying to move on to likely play BYU. That's kind of the assumed. I don't think they've... No, that'll actually be uh, tonight, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's got to be today. Yeah, 7 o'clock. I can't remember if it was before or after, but 7 o'clock, BYU uh, takes on... Who is it? TCU? I'm very prepared, if you can tell. Um, anyway... Red Raiders, no, uh, UCF actually beat TCU. That was a little surprising. Didn't see that. Uh, but BYU, UCF will play after Texas and Texas Tech, and those the winner of those two games will meet in the Big 12 Championship, which is played on, <laughs> again, I am just looking all over for this. Uh, championship will be played at 7 o'clock. Doesn't say. November 4th, which is when? Saturday? Good enough for me. <laughs> Golly. I had all this you pulled up and then I tripped lost tripped and it. fell all over your face during that, man. Well, it, you know, uh, oh, man, the worst. Uh, did you ever get, like, bad strawberries from bike accident or rollerblading accident or anything? Oh, I thought you were. I was, like, at the supermarket. I was like, yeah, man. <laughs> and they get that white. Kind of no. spider web looking on the bottom of no, them. No, yeah. like the uh, the yeah, strawberry. Yeah, everyone right. has had strawberries. Right. I, one of the worst I ever got on the leg was skiing. Um, really? Yeah, I skied in shorts. Well, no, okay. This was because I went across a. Uh, I've told you this. God, Perry. No, no, no. I skied in shorts because I I was in a contest one time to try to ski across a pond. So I the the contest was trying to get all the way across the pond. There was a cash prize to the first one that could do it. Jesus was the one that did it. Someone dressed like Jesus, and he he walked across the water amazingly. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Choice a, is living a different life than all of us. So, I can tell you that. So much. there's a jump towards the top of the mountain on this that most people <laughs> took to gain speed. Okay, I took this jump way way too fast and i got like not exaggerating about 20 feet in the air busted on the landing pretty hard got an enormous strawberry in these shorts i was wearing shorts and a t-shirt because i didn't want to get all my ski gear soaked okay. had i not gone okay. across so in the shorts and t-shirt i mean people are chanting for me to still do it because i didn't have near enough momentum so basically what i did at the end is just do a little ramp into the water <laughs> It was icicles. Oh, it felt like needles on the skin. That wasn't even where I was going. Uh, No, when I was uh, eight years old, I was rollerblading once and uh, hit a giant rock, you know, when you get the rock and the rollerblade bed. So I did trip all over myself, faceplant, for uh, a couple of weeks at school, had a strawberry all the way down the face, just like one side of the face. I look like Two-Face. One side of the face was just this big old, big old scab from a rollerblading accident. So 
That's basically what I did there. It's just oh, man. tripped and fell on the face. Hey, we do have tech football tomorrow, too. So anybody interested in that? My weird one, I'm not going to play Tommy Topper, and I've said this before, is I, I when I was uh, learning the game of, of baseball and I was getting to where it was getting more fast and, and you try to – slide into bags. Oh, yeah. I've told you this where I would slide head first. Oh, I. And my brain would tell my right foot to come up. And I don't know why, but I'd get up and I'd be bleeding. Mm -hmm. Every time I would slide head first, my back cleat would come up and slice the inside of my thigh. (laughs) That's crazy. And I couldn't help it. I could not help it. Every time. Yeah. So Every time. So I had to, <laughs> I had to uh, to abandon the headfirst slide oh for good. Oh gosh! Just go hook sliding all over the place. That's crazy. Pop up slides. Oh man, I I only did headfirst. Not all only. I guess if I ever stole, you know, the two times I ever stole, um, I didn't. But no, actually, that's when I did. No, it was if I was sliding in for a double play, I wouldn't. But everything else, hmm. headfirst. And I've told you I broke my nose at home plate because the dirt was all wet around home plate so it just grabbed the jersey and wham my little league had a rule where you couldn't slide head first yeah i think most little leagues had that for a while but we've had kids be called out for sliding head first oh really Mm -hmm. it's illegal i mean i guess i get it at a young age but Mm -hmm. it's better and as an older you get there quicker you do you can reach the bag faster i believe it Always will believe it. You can get a leap start, and there's a reason most of your best base stealers slide head first into second. Almost all. You and Pete Rose. That's right. See, same breath. <laughs> Y'all can uh, hit us up. Whatever you got. Yates Flooring Center chat line. Speaking of uh, legends out there, like Pete Rose, did you see the legendary picture? taken i think this was game three of the world series where uh it had some of the best texans of all time well i mean some of them but texans texas legends look at all this in one photo so you got pudra beltre bush bush and you see who that is uh-uh. george Strait. all in one photo at a in one of the uh, suites at, at the World Series. Not bad company there. Mm, that's a pretty good picture. Pretty good pick for sure. Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Happy Hump Day. Welcome or welcome back onto the End of the Bench on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com and the 100.7 The Score mobile app. Brought to you as always by Happy State Bank. Alongside Jeff Haxton, I'm Choice Woodman. Lucas White across the way taking care of us. You may also uh, continue to join us. Thoughts, comments, questions, whatever you got, bring those in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. I've got some Vegas odds I'll share. Uh, Coming up this hour, we'll continue to talk some World Series. Uh, Axe has the burning questions. Look towards the uh, Big 12 tech football in general. We did learn some news yesterday. We get a uh, model schedule model release today. Don't know what we're going to see. We kind of mulled over some things yesterday um, on that front. 
There's one. There, there seems to be. If you're gonna go pods, there's divisions possibility. But if you're gonna go pods, there seems to be one thing that makes sense. And yeah, it was the one we went over with. Uh, Will the pods have names? I don't know. Probably not. No, like if you had a Texas all Texas pod, you could do that. But then, I mean, no, I don't. I don't think you'll have names to the pods. You could go like classics if you go. No, because TCU is not a uh, charter member of the Big Twelve. So the one that would make sense is Tech, TCU, Baylor, and OSU that we talked about, and then you keep the, the all the new new guys and BYU. So three of the new guys next year, uh, the two Utah schools, two Arizona schools in one pod, the um, Colorado, Kansas, Kansas State. Iowa State all grouped right there together. I like that pod. And then and then the one that's the furthest geographically is the one but there's no option really. You almost have to do it that way. It'd be Houston, UCF, uh West Virginia and Cincinnati. Those ones together. West Virginia, Cincinnati not too far from each other. UCF's going to be an outlier no matter what. And Houston is really the only one that kind of gets screwed in all of that. But you can't make everybody happy. So if you got one school that's kind of getting the shaft, and maybe they help them with scheduling in the first year or something like that to ease the pain. But you're, every you're, other you're having so many references right now. Do you understand how many references you're going through? She got the gold mine. I got the shaft. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got that one. Cut it all down the middle. She got the better half. Uh huh. Um, and then what'd you just say? I said get in the shaft. I know, but you just said something else. Ease the pain. E- ease his pain. Oh, yeah. Ease his pain. <laughs> I was not trying to do all that, but, you know. Axe, you're all buttoned up. You look like a professor today. So. Okay. Just, I need some I need some readers. I did, I, it's time. I need to get some readers. To for basketball? Th- just to throw oh, on. Reader. I thought you meant readers for, like, basketball. Time. No, I'm going to have plenty of readers this <laughs> I year. I was about to say, you got a lot. Oh, my attitude. Hey, we're one, just... week, we're one week out. I know. I got one week. Got to get today. these new. I mean, holy cow! We got so many new things to to, <laughs> to throw in there. Work, yeah, but you know what? You else hopefully you throwing you in there too. Oh yeah, in the pregame show. Yeah, I'll take it. We'll see. Hopefully, I gotta I gotta <laughs> get on that. People to talk to between now and then. But you need this. So it's time for a pop quiz. Oh no! You're gonna have something nice. Well, I did have something nice. This is pass-fail, Hex. Oh, okay. Pass-fail. The uh, odds have been released for Big 12 champion. Most likely. Hoops? No. Basketball. Or, bait. You're wrong. Football. <laughs> the latest football odds have been put out. did the rewind. Yeah. After, after uh, last week's games and four, five teams being tied for first place right now mm-hmm. in the league, you have to tell me in exact order one through six best odds in the Big Twelve. I don't. Th- I don't think this would be as hard, but it's pass fail. You've got to get them exact order, no misses. One through six on the order of Big Twelve champion. OU. Is it already over? <laughs> okay, well you get one strike. <laughs> K State. Texas? What? I mean, come on! <laughs> yeah, I thought he would do better than this. Texas is one. Why? 
They are even odds right now, too. Okay, so let me start over. Start over. Texas. Start. Texas. OU. OU at plus 180. So K-State. K-State drops big, 6-1 to one odds. So Texas and OU, heavy favorites. K-State is third. See if you can get the fourth. Oklahoma State. Correct. At 9-1 to one odds. Iowa State. 28 to 1 odds. Vegas really doesn't think they have much of a shot to win it all. Kansas. There you go. 40 to 1 odds for Kansas. But you've got five teams with identical conference records. One of them has even odds. One of them has 28 to 1 odds. Shows you how Vegas really views these teams uh, right now. <laughs> really stumbled a little bit at the beginning there. but well, you, do, you really didn't think Texas would be at the top? Obviously, OU. You know why? You think. They got to play K State this week. I know. I. I, I mean, I'm going to tip the hand here. I'm. I'm going to pick K State tomorrow. I really think the way they've been playing lately, and the history. We talk about history between teams. If there's a team that's had Texas's number, and it's been a while, but man, for it's the Oklahoma longest State time, K -State. K State has owned. Yeah. K Let's not forget OSU's won ten to twelve against Texas. K State OSU. Uh, have both owned Texas in the bad times. They've done what Tech has needed to do. All those crappy years between 2009 and now that Texas has not won a Big 12 title that we've talked about. So many 5-7 and seven to 7-5 seven and five seasons for UT. Tech has taken advantage of very, very little. Teams like Kansas State and OSU, where Texas Tech aspires to be, where those teams are, which is competing for Big 12 titles every year, They've taken care of business against Texas, and that's been a big difference. Um, so, in in this deal, Saturday is obviously huge for a million reasons for Bedlam. But if OSU wins, do you know what they have left? Oh, softness. I mean, all all new guys, right? Two two on the road against new guys and one at home. I can't, UCF at Houston, BYU home. That's it. So UCF at UCF at Houston BYU at home right? I think so. Yeah, I think it's either I, the I, I think know it's at UCF BYU at Houston or at UCF at Houston home BYU. Yeah. So yeah, I mean it's it's a cake. They're going to be in the Big School Championship if they win Saturday. If they win Saturday, it should be. I don't I don't feel like speaking in absolutes in in this league because there's been some nuttiness. And every year that OSU has a, a remarkable year. They have a loss to Iowa State. <laughs> That's true. This year's Iowa State. I mean, that one looked bad when it happened. Now it's like, oh, okay. Not near as bad as it was. How long have I been telling you Iowa State's top five in this league? A while. A while. Matt Campbell. Best coaching job he's done so far. I mean, for what happened in the yeah, preseason. gambling scandal start. Well, and I think this is another situation not quite to the level of Chandler Morris and uh, blanked on his name from last year. TCU quarterback. Go. Max Duggan. Thank you. Not quite. It, yeah, I blanked. Uh, not quite to the Morris Duggan level, but what they had last year with Deckers compared to Becht, <laughs> I think he's stumbled into a better quarterback. Cyclones will do that. They'll stumble into a quarterback, all right. Yeah. It's the end of the bench. Brock Purdy. Uh, no doubt. 
Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench Podcast from 100.7 The Score. On to hour number three. Happy hump day. It's the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com, and the 100.7 The Score mobile app. Yours now on television, Fox 34 News Now. And as always, on the uh, AM dial, 9.50 AM. I learned this morning uh, that we missed a birthday yesterday. Uh, 9.50 a.m. was the second station launched in Lubbock, Texas, ever. Second radio station. Okay. Uh, turned 76 years yesterday. Wow. 76. So uh, 100.7 the score coupled with 9.50 on the a.m. dial. Uh, been around a really, really long time. So happy birthday to us yesterday. Uh, y'all can keep chiming in. He's Jeff Haxton. I'm Choice Woodman. Lucas White across the way. Whatever you got, we'll talk some more Rangers. We'll talk uh, college football playoff, top four. Did they get it right? Not, whatever. Uh, Texas Tech football, continuing that conversation. NIT, if you want to. Um, whatever. Just bring it all in on the chat line. Hacks. We have a local commitment. Okay, share, please. I don't want to. Oh, bad. Basketball or, or football? Basketball. Hold on. I'm trying to think of... Oh, no. Please tell me it's not Ole Miss. Price Pinkins to Ole Miss. Pat. Sorry. <laughs> I mix up the kids because there's three of them. One's in Neil's grade. Pat and Pinkins. Pat and Price Penn. <sighs> Penn's, what, 12 years old and 16? Yes. <laughs> It's silliness. Price is uh, Neil's age, and then Patton is the one I should know because I call his games. But yep, it's right here. I'm gonna have to see Chris Beard's face when I'm calling games this year, aren't I? 2025 four-star shooting guard Patton Pinkins tells me he's committed to Ole Miss. That's a way to keep uh, keep Dad around for a little while. That's rough. Yeah, I was looking at Patton because he's been at a bunch of games that I've been in. I was like, don't, dang it. Don't do it, man. Don't he's do it. Freaking good. Don't do it. Don't do it. So good. But hey, your dad is there. Yeah, I know. Hey, I, I can't what? get mad. Yep. Dad's there. Dad's there. Uh, and... Fantastic for Patton. Congratulations. I mean, I'm n i am I can't really get mad. His yeah. I and it's an awesome opportunity for and him. You just think Top about top fifty player. If, if you were that age and you had that relationship and your dad did what he's his dad does, yeah, that's where I. Would, that's where you go. <laughs> where you'd go. So congrats. I mean, probably. Congrats to. Uh, I didn't Pat. mean to snort. I'm sorry. I am. I am a big Patton Pinkins fan. He is. He is awesome. One of the funnest athletes I've ever called. That's a real word. Uh, called games for so, and he's going to be a thrill to watch this year. Just a junior. Just yeah, 2025. So, congrats to him. I was really hoping he would, you know, hang around Lubbock, Texas. That's the only reason I'm really upset, but I'm not. It's his uh, his opportunity. Um, Hex, if the Rangers win tonight, is it uh, out of bounds for me to shoot off a bunch of fireworks at my house? Is that okay? Got some leftovers from Fourth of July that we didn't use. So, dude, where you live, you can do whatever you want. 
But that's okay, like even late at night, 1030. Well, I wouldn't make it a long thing. I mean, just okay. shoot off some fireworks. Yeah. Shoot off some fireworks in celebration. So that's, that's inbounds? You're good with that? You're done, yeah. Yeah, we don't have like the big poppers uh, that are yeah. going to make the dogs go crazy. So I think you're okay with okay. that. Okay, okay. That's the – if they win tonight, that's the celebration. I'm not showing up to work tomorrow if they win. <laughs> Getting hammered, huh? Been waiting for this. For, Getting wrecked. For 45 years. Oh, man. the As a sports fan, you let yourself feel it, right? A little bit. Just the thought. You think ahead to the thought. Just like we did with the, the national championship. Just like you did with... All sorts of things. I mean, just getting to the Final Four, you had those thoughts before. Man, we're one game away from the Final Four. Right now, you're one game away from the Rangers being world champions for the first time ever. And I've talked about it. My fandom for this team has well, gone back so far. And so- that that um, that right there, to me, is what's the most exciting. Because inevitably... We'll go through list season. Now, you make every show a list season. You have a list, which I don't mind. That's fine. I like lists. It's fine. It's fine. But um, that's a list that you don't want to be on. The organizations that don't have a title. And Absolutely. You've been around long enough. I mean, you're. it's not like you're the, the Yankees or the Red Sox as far as your time as a organization, but you've been around long enough. And now you have put yourself on the doorstep to not ever have to worry about that again. It's kind of like with the fantasy football leagues. There's that one guy that's been doing right. it for you, 15 years you want to that doesn't have that a list. Uh, ring pop. And right now, as you mentioned, the Rangers have been around a long time. Uh, I believe, including Nationals Day's oldest organization that hasn't won one in baseball. There's some out, I think there's a couple out there in other sports, but in baseball, you're the oldest one. Got to get off that list. It's time. And tonight can be the night. You got three chances to win one. If you don't win in the next three games, you're cursed beyond all curses. But it's it's not especially with a team that you are better than. I mean, you're yeah, better. I don't than think them. there's much question right you, now. I think Vegas odds are a minus eleven hundred if you bet the Rangers to win the World Series. That it would be a it would be an. Epic I just think meltdown. about where the organization has come from. I think about my yeah youthful uh, fandom. Uh, you know, just the heat that the, these players had to endure until they got the new ballpark, the old Arlington ballpark where I can remember again that would just shake. Ne- always got to sit in the outfield. It was always this huge party. It was such a weird. I, I was too young to really statement. understand how much fun people were having when I was five, six, seven. When I would go to that ballpark, yeah. Then the new one comes and it is like heaven. It's like a shrine. You walk. I remember the first time I walked through those corridors. And the sun hit my face, and I saw this palace, and I thought I was like, yeah, "This is heaven." Yeah. And you, you didn't think that it would be gone as quick as it was. No. But all of a sudden, you know, the the middle ballpark is is gone, and you're on to this one, and you're at a team that had, I think, expectations of just, hey, let's see if we're going in the right direction, and we, you know, and I hear all this buying the team and say, yeah, they they did, they shelled out the cash. But you know what? But that's been going on for. 50 years. I also think... 40 years, 30, You whatever. haven't been able to purchase starting pitching. I think, truthfully, because of the previous ballpark, because of the heat in Arlington, we would see good starting pitching come, and then they hit a wall in August. Or you'd be like Prince Fielder and just basically melt. Right. There's guys that 
didn't want to come to Arlington because of the heat. I really think this ballpark helps you out in that that guys can come here and it's not near as much of a it's a hitter's park, but it's not near the hitter's park it used to be. Where you've been able to attract some starting pitching, and I think that's helped the Rangers out quite a bit to get to where you're at right now. And where you're at right now, one game away. Well, Unbelievable. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Quit throwing things. It's the end of the bench. Ask the bench warmers time on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com and the 100.7 The Score mobile app. You can uh, hit us up on the Yates Flooring Center chat line, tweet us at 107 The Score, or dial us up on the Visual Edge IT hotline, 806-771-0973, the number you need for that. He's Clint Scott in for uh, Hacks, who's gone off to do some uh, luncheon-ing. It's I'm gr- Choice Woodman. It's great. I mean, we're, we're here. We're here. It means basketball's here. Yeah, it does mean basketball's here, which is great. Lucas White across the way. Uh, you can bring in your questions for any and all of us and of any and all varieties. You can do so there on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Probably the e- easiest route, but any of those that I just mentioned. Uh, bench warmers, when arriving to a party, do you get there early, late, or on time? I'm pretty much a uh, like five minutes before guy, so essentially right on time. So, uh, party? I go Tom Haverford. On this and definitely late because if anybody's there on time there's a bad party <laughs> I, uh if it's it but if it's like just a <laughs> a get together if we got like church small group I, I attempt to be there early doesn't always work out i most things i arrive early for or at worst on time i think it would shock people to know how on time i am because i don't you think are I, prompt. Yeah. I don't give off that vibe but like <laughs> professional setting, I'm there early, relaxed setting like that. I'm usually right there on time because like if, if they're like, hey, you know, we're having a little shindig at five. Yep. They said five because they most likely wanted you and are expecting you there at five. No. Now, now showing up late's one thing. That's fine. But the other side is I never show up early to that because they clearly did not want you there at like four ten. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> like, that's that's the angle. I'm like, come on, what are you doing? Right. Because you show up and they're like still either like getting stuff prepared or yeah, yeah. And then you put them into scramble mode. Scramble mode. Mode horse name. <laughs> uh, bench warmers. Where to go? Oh, uh, guys, this is from Mike. Guys, will the Rangers take it all today? I think so. Yeah, I, 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 I like the Avaldi uh, back in the fold. I think he's my kind of deciding piece. Okay. I've been just picking wins with him, and so far have been correct. Per- yeah, perfect. <laughs> Every game he started the postseason, he has won, which is which is good news for the Rangers. A lot of them have been on the road. I think only one at home, mm-hmm. uh, and that was this series. Everything else that Evaldi has started has been away from home, and he's been excellent in that setting. I think he he's one of those guys that seems to feed off of that. I mean, mm-hmm. the the louder crowds, the bigger moments, he uh, is when he seems to step up the most. So uh, Nathan's been amazing to watch. I think I would – I mean, I picked against the Rangers yesterday kind of just because of starting pitching. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that confident in Heaney. But I think I, I would say the Rangers put it away tonight. I wonder if you can roll over. I mean, not, you can. I wonder if you will roll over the same offensive momentum you've had. Because, uh, you know, 
every series that you have played in in the playoffs. I've been looking for that offensive explosion type game, and it's just so interesting that the game that Garcia goes out of the lineup for the first one is when the entire batting order, and even like Jankowski who comes in, um, who was really good last night with a bat in his hands, unexpectedly, of course that is the night that the Rangers go, hey, remember how good we can be offensively. It's here. Let us show you. Yep. Uh, this one from the chat line, Clint, go to fishing spot. Um, I have started to go to the past couple of years out by Silverton, Lake McKenzie. Okay. That's where I spend a lot of my Silverton. Saturday morning. Interesting. Yeah. It's about like hour 15 away from here. Yeah. Um, usually very low traffic. Not a lot of, uh, then you should be giving away your there. spot. Well, I'm not giving away my actual spot, but Ooh. Yeah. Somewhere out there in Lake McKenzie is my Somewhere. go-to spot. Technically uh, two places out there. Clint, how do you know what kind of vibe you put off? That's a good question. That's a good question. A I w- really good point. You're not a person I'd call self-aware, so no. that is interesting. No. I, w- I would say I have been told I'm a nonsensical, I've unserious person. This. And you've been told correctly. And I say, dear wife, why are you trying to hurt me? Um... <laughs> This one from the chat line, Evo started the three game three against the Orioles at home. Okay, I had forgotten that one. Thank you for that texture. Uh, this one from a little bit earlier says, will Texas Tech be in the college football playoff top 25 ranking within the next two years? Not this year. So if you're counting this year, then you're leaving only next year. But if you're going the next two after this one? I will say yes. I would say, yeah. I think you're recruiting at such a high level right now. That's where I think as bad as this year's been, and there's no sugarcoating it, it has been a bad season that you can still salvage some of. Um, You you still have to look ahead and, and believe. You don't have to, but I choose to look ahead and believe that the future is going to be bright because of the level you've been recruiting. You've got one of the best quarterbacks in the country coming in. You've got – the top or second best receiver in the entire country coming in, uh, your first ever five-star recruit, uh, and then you're recruiting at a high level outside of that. Best-ranked recruiting class in the incoming Big 12 Mm -hmm. and the next year's Big 12. You take out OU, take out Texas, and Tech is at the top of that list. Um, So I I think, well, those are freshmen a lot. I think you're going to hit the portal pretty hard in certain positions, um, which is something you didn't do last year. Mm-hmm. I think the future, I still have reason for optimism in the future. Yeah, I think something else too, because that that's what leads that conversation, right? Is is um, what McGuire is trying to build and as of now is being successful as far as getting more talent and better talent uh, on the field. And then you mix that in with uh, like some of the young guys that you've had to see a lot this year defensively yeah defensively um and and you do have some core pieces that you can kind of see the future and i know maybe that's makes people kind of shake their head right now because you're saying oh the future from a team that's three and five and yeah yeah. probably not making a bolt like all that but i i think with what's coming mixed in with some of the bright spots and then you add in the portal all of that together um as you get closer and closer to what mcguire's vision is of this team which I think is a really good one. Um, I see no reason why you shouldn't be. 
so I don't think and you're mentioning this here. Um, this is just shifting thoughts on, on my part. I don't think um, I'm not going to sit here and tell you you can't judge this team up to this point in the season because you can absolutely judge. There's been duds of games. There's all all that, but I I think tomorrow night is a big judgment type of night mm-hmm. because from what the coaches are telling us, you've got a healthy quarterback. Mm-hmm. And you haven't had a healthy quarterback back there in five weeks or so. And if Baron Morton is healthy, then it's it's time to get a real look at what this football team's supposed to be. And that that's something you have not had a luxury of. You've been extremely one-dimensional, as we talked about earlier in the show. Um, I think you can start feeling better about the core that you're talking about if you go and take care of business with a healthy quarterback tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really great point, and you mix in too. Um, it's at home. Yeah, it is a game that the entire conference will be watching because you're the only one active, um, and you're not having to worry about competing with like a World Series game or anything like that. Like you are, you're the best college football game to my knowledge on Thursday. Yeah, I don't you're gonna have anything. You're gonna have a lot of eyes on you, um, and then on top of it, with that being at home, you're going against an in-state opponent. Where this season, everything you have said uh, about Texas Tech this year with some of the disappointment has also come out of the mouths of Horn Frog fans, right? Like they are in such a similar boat. They've dealt with quarterback uh, injuries as well. Uh, and, and, you know, you look at what they were last year to this year, uh, just lost so much talent to the draft and graduation and all of that. You look across the way, and this is a team that's on equal footing, and you're at home. If everyone's healthy, I'm going to say this: you should, you should, should. compete and go it's beat the Horn Frogs. But you've said a, that's where I was going. You've said a lot of shoulds this year, a lot of them, and a lot of those have turned out to be you have not. Yep. Uh, Duke Wake Forest also playing tomorrow night up against Texas Tech and TCU. They got the ESPN One Tech is Fox Sports One. Um, Last one. I don't know if there's an answer to this. Who gets a bigger boost from the Rangers win tonight, tomorrow? Uh, the Red Raiders or TCU? I mean, TCU's kind of in the same town, but Josh Young's a much bigger part. So let's go with the Red Raiders. Why not? It's it for us. No, it's not. Clint will hang. Oh, Thanks for coming thinking. in, dude. Yeah, you got it. As for Clint and uh, Hacks, Lucas, some choice. It's been the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score. The bottom line next. This has been the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 107thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.